Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Oh my god, god baby So tired, bro You're so tired? Why are you so tired? I don't I just stay up way too late <laughs> I wish I Man, had I'm, that problem I'm getting older and so like I, I'm starting to feel Like I've always operated at a low level of sleep, but as I get older, it gets harder to maintain. Like, it's okay. it's difficult, man. Yeah, it's rough. Like I've operated most of my adult life on like five to six and a half hours of sleep every single night. Like even yep. on <clears throat> even when I have a day off the next day, like I just wake up after like my my rhythm now is to oh you hit six hours, it's time to wake up. Mm-hmm. which really sucks or hey it's seven in the morning wake up motherfucker right yep. um but yeah dude i i feel the same thing and it, it sucks because it's like dude you'll wake up and you'll be standing there and you're like my legs are jello you know you drink coffee way too much it's that i i the brain fog is what really fucking sucks so you just yeah. sometimes are just like you're like literally a zombie like yep it sucks i've i started and I hate these too, but like, and I, uh, to counter, I've been like sometimes taking naps in the afternoon, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? It I sucks. can't do naps. Do you? I do, hate them. Do you take naps like a normal person, where you like take a nap and you wake up feeling kind of refreshed? Or no, I usually always still feel like shit. Okay, that's why I don't like them, anyways. And so, like, my plan is that I just I need to suck it up and start sleeping more on the front end because I hate doing that shit. And like trying to catch it up. And like I said, I looking at myself in this camera, like I look exhausted. This is wild. Yeah, you don't look too bad, dude. You look all right. <laughs> you look all right, all right, all right. But that I was do, a big struggle. I feel all right, all right, all right. That was a big struggle, man. Like when I was drinking, because like I would get out of work and like fall asleep for like half an hour on the couch from like four sure. to five or four thirty to five thirty, and then it's like you're drinking and it's just giving you so much energy to keep going, going, going. So I'd be up until like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night, and now like I just want to unwind. Like once eight o'clock rolls around, I'm like I want to take my melatonin, I want to unwind, and I want to be to sleep by 10 o'clock and my body also on the front end is like no <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> right bro. yeah my my other problem is i have a very hard time sleeping without um without something on and i don't mean like oh, okay. a fan because a yeah. lot of people sleep with fans and stuff but I'm i a need fan to, guy i need to hear talking like sure. i need talking so i generally will toss on like youtube and I will put on like uh, a game of Blood on the Clock Tower that I've already watched, you know, so I don't feel compelled to like roll over and keep watching it. Unfortunately, I've gotten to the habit of putting on games that are new or streaming like uh, while I'm in bed. And I'm like, man, this is not conducive to my to my health. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, no. Uh... My buddy Casey, he's the same way. He's always got to have like a TV on while he sleeps, like all through the night. And it's oh, I don't need all through that, dude. I get into bed and I hit the sleep timer for an hour and a half. Like turn on off the TV? when I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah just I don't want to have to find the remote and like look at the TV mm-hmm. and put the sleep timer on again. 
that sucks. That's when you know you're in for the long haul. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Uh, I remember those times, too, or, like, uh, you set the TV timer, and then, like, it'll give you a warning, like, with five minutes left to go, and it's like, do you still want to turn off? And you're like, no. No. Yep. I'm still here. Yep. And it, if you had, like, a mirror, it'd be like, there's, like, the five o'clock shadow and, like, the big droopy eyes, and you're just miserable, just staring at a tv the worst Absolutely. human existence bro it's been reduced to this <laughs> which is uh, which is i think like the positive and mm-hmm. like the upside and the downside for me is like i love consuming this stuff is it important yeah. stuff not really but i genuinely enjoy it but then on the flip side I'll go through a depressive bout like four days later where I'm like, this is all I'm doing with my life. This is depressing. What the fuck? See, I I saw a really good twist on it uh, on the internet, and it was this chick that was like... Something good came from the internet? Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of good on the internet. But she was I'm like, uh, I sit here in my climate-controlled house reading a book while I drink a pumpkin spice coffee. And I think that my ancestors wouldn't call me soft or weak. They'd be proud that I can sit around and have this life of luxury because of what they did. They're like, look, oh, she gets to, she's drinking a latte? Or like the the ease of like, you know, the fact that in England in like 1820, like cinnamon was still a rare commodity, but I can go to the fucking store and it's an overabundance of cinnamon. Like, you don't even pay for cinnamon when you go ask them to add it to your coffee, right? Exactly. Like, it's like, and that you, was you like, want oat milk, fifty cents. Cinnamon, free. For thousands of years, like thousands, cinnamon was like a form of payment because it was so rare and like such a a luxury. It's craziness, right? That is wild. It's that's... it's things to put into perspective. Hmm. Perspective. Speaking of uh, going back centuries in form of payments, dude, Monkey Island came out with a new game. And yeah, it did, bro. Boy, oh boy, I'm obsessed. <clears throat> I, I am obsessed. You, you had some complaints early on about the art style. What do you feel about it now seeing it in action? Still hate it. You still hate it? Okay. I mean, it gets to a point where you stop thinking about it, you know? Yeah. But but if I were to go grab my Steam Deck or, or load it up here and, like, just sit here and just look at it for the graphics, like, I still don't like the graphics. Yeah. But, I mean, there's enough charm and enough humor, and uh, it's got that loop of, you know, click on everything, come try to combine everything, <laughs> and just... It gets you and makes you forget about that, and the sound is incredible. Actually, what I will say about the the graphical design is that it just this sounds so weird. It looks incredible. Yeah, like how crisp it is and how large everything is. The characters are large. The sprites are large. Everything just looks incredible. Which isn't to say that I love the art style. I just think the game looks incredible. Um, but it also does a really good job of just really like those games can get so convoluted and just trying to combine things and this, that, whatever. 
But like you can look at a situation and you just have one of those, aha, I know exactly what I need to do here. Whereas I feel like in not a lot of those, do you always have those moments? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like you're making a syrup of a syrup of ipecac inside of a snake's stomach to make it throw you up. Like that's a that's something in the third game. It's like I only found I only got that by like fucking around until something happened. Yeah. You know? Or maybe it's ask, just because I'm older. I don't know. Has uh have you run into any moon logic puzzles in the game yet? Uh what do you mean? So moon logic is uh they call it puzzles like that where like the the answer to the puzzle is so like not able to be figured out like one of the most famous ones is like you have to steal some guy's id in this mystery game but then you also have to like get tape and like put tape on a cat to have a fake mustache because the guy it, and that does uh, that doesn't even explain it right because that sounds logical. But there's Some, like it's somebody told me had me uh, YouTube this video, and I'm actually kind of bummed that I can't remember what it is. But it's it's called like a snake belt, uh, the snake belt puzzle or something like that mm-hmm. uh, from this game. I again I don't recall what it's called. Wow, this is awful. But it's like a <laughs> three minute long video of how to solve this puzzle, and it's the most convoluted shit that makes no sense. Like. You're like, like puffing up a octopus, and then you steal a snake, and you go into another room. Look up like snake belt puzzle. I did, and I didn't get. Oh, you didn't get anything. Um, no, I don't. I haven't run into anything like that in here. Like by the time you realize they, all, they have exactly a, a logical answer. Yeah. By the time yeah. you figure out exactly what you're supposed to be doing, you're like, oh. And it usually all wraps back around to, fuck, I didn't. There's this one person. It, like, you can follow back this oh. chain of everything that you did, and it all leads back to this one person that you didn't talk to one dialogue enough. You know? And then it, then it's like, fuck. Like, an hour ago, I was talking to this person. I'm an <laughs> idiot. And you just didn't exhaust enough of the... I didn't ask the right questions, like the ones that I should have, you know? Um, you sent but... a picture in the chat. It does have the uh, the insult sword fighting, it looks like. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are, like, bits and pieces to that. Um, I haven't personally come across, like, the actual... Like, an actual game of sword fighting. Okay, it is called... Uh, wow, I wasn't even close. It's called Discworld <laughs> Game... Okay, Fishmonger's Belt. It's Fishmonger's okay. Belt is the puzzle. And it is the most ridiculous, like, like how did somebody figure out how to do that? Does it have a step-by-step you can read through? I'd be curious. Um, it doesn't have a step-by-step. It's a three-minute-long YouTube video. I'll send it to you in here so you can just watch it after. Um, But, yeah. No, the game's amazing for, like... For $25, like, what a steal of a game. And if you have a Steam Deck, it also works perfectly on there, folks. So I wouldn't get, I mean, yeah. I was going to say I wouldn't get the Switch, <laughs> but get the Switch if that's what you have. Um, But alternatively, get it on Steam. Get it on whatever systems come out. It works great with a controller. It works great mouse and keyboard. 
Um, one of the things I always loved about the Monkey Island series, uh, especially like the art style, was it really handled the sense of scale very well. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that, there's like sections where like you go to a new screen and like it's pulled super far back and Guybrush is like this <laughs> tiny little two pixel thing. And uh, I always loved that. It, it made it even more adventurous. Yes. One of the amazing, like, folks, if you haven't played any of the Monkey Island games, like, go on Steam and and wishlist the entire collection. It probably won't include this, but I regularly on Steam see the collection on sale for, like, $5 total for every one of the games. Yeah. Alternatively, it's, like, $5 a piece for each game. Worth it. It's so good. Um, but... It was, it's much in the vein of those old adventure games from like the 70s, 80s, but they set into this to give it more of an adventure and make it impossible for you to die or get stuck, which is one of the biggest problems that people have with those old games is you could just like, you could soft lock yourself and it, and it's just part of the game. Like that's, it's not some accidental soft lock. It's well, you fucked up, start over. Or you so, died, start over. Been always one of my biggest issues with adventure games because I love them. But the Sierra ones, yeah. So many times I would be playing them and enjoying them. And then, yeah, you get to like an unwinnable state, have no idea how you got there. It could have happened to you like hours into the game. There was this game that I used to love called King's Quest. I've, I loved King's Quest 4, I think. Yeah, that was, was the Sierra game. Or 6, but... At one point, like, you get this pie in the shop and like, the first two hours of the game, like, you go to town and you can buy a pie. And you can do so many things with that pie. You can eat it right there. You can give it to people. You can trade it for items. But if you do any of those things, you've already lost the game because at a certain point, towards the very end of the game, you come across this uh, abominable snowman up in the mountains and you have to throw the pie at him, which distracts him. And if you don't have that pie, you're screwed and you can't get another one. It never shows up. And that's it's like five hours separating both those instances. So how would you even know that you're supposed to have the pie when you gave it away like back in town? It's so crazy. Such yep. bullshit. Hate that stuff. Yeah, that is. Dude, that would make me not want to play that kind of game again. And I can get why people would still want to play a game like that because it is fun and like the adventure is great but and this sounds weird like i am gonna play through monkey island again because i want to get all the trophies for this one and i already know and i already know what i have to do but i want to i wouldn't want to get to the end of this game and have to start over again because of something that i didn't realize that i did yeah it's just unfair cheapness and i'm glad to hear that they've taken some efforts to make sure that that doesn't happen yep well you can play every single one of the monkey island games and you can complete them all the way through there is there is no uh wall that you can hit in any of the games i what uh did tim schaefer was he involved in this one at all too yeah uh tim schaefer was not this is just ron gilbert who okay it was tom schaefer or um tim schaefer and ron gilbert who created it yeah and then i'm not sure when schaefer branched off but ron gilbert left after the second one Mm -hmm. but um so this is his return but 
it also like includes even like the games that he wasn't involved with. There's a lot of love going out to them because he realizes like while a lot of like true diehard Monkey Island fans don't view anything after two, you know, three, which is my personal favorite. And then uh, four, which was on the PlayStation and then the episodic one, like they don't view those as actual canon. And while this game doesn't really either, there's still references that happen in those games, which is kind of funny considering they never happen or they could happen. Who knows? I'm not at the end of the game. So as far as I can tell, that's, that's the way it's going. I'm pretty close. Return. That was my favorite. This is return. What's the second one then? Um, LeChuck's revenge. Okay. That's what there's escape. Then LeChuck's revenge curse. Um, or maybe, no, maybe Curse. That Curse is the third one? Curse is the third one that has more of like a like a Disney animation Yeah, that, look. that's the one I like, yeah. That's my favorite. Mine too. It's like, oh, mm. yeah. It's and good all shit. the voice actors are back, man. Like, oh, that's good I shit, I fucking too. love that. It's crazy how much that does for your nostalgia. Yeah, it just, it feels, you could, you could take this game and... You know what? I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and there could be a, a couple of characters that aren't the actual ones, but I can't tell. But if there was, like, if Elaine was voiced by somebody completely different, like, Guybrush aside, if Elaine or LeChuck or Wally was, maybe Stan's different, but I feel like it would take me out and it wouldn't feel like a true game. That's one of the, like, Whenever they do, uh, even though the last one is complete garbage and I don't think they'll ever do another one, but like you got to have uh, the dude that does Duke Nukem when you have a Duke Nukem game. You just <laughs> can't not have that dude, you know? Was he not involved in Forever? No, but Forever sucks. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he still did the voice, just that game's awful. Fair. Fair. I think I bought that game brand new for a dollar at Best Buy. Is there like a like a worst launch of a game? Uh I believe the Aliens Colonel Marines was oh yeah. Really bad too. But I feel like that game, okay, so the downside with that <clears throat> game is I don't think there was that much hype behind it. So I don't think it was like that game was panned. But like Duke yeah. Nukem like was on covers for how bad like of magazines for how bad well, it was. And like the, the this thing... is 15 years worth of a failure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, the, that's the thing that like really sunk Duke Nukem is that like it had been promised for like 15, 20 years at that point. And nothing that's one of the big reasons that Valve forever has said like they probably will never make Half-Life 3 because at this point like it can't live it up. Would, it would never, ever live up, dude. At no way could it ever reach the hype that the internet has just built around it. So, like... Yeah. That's... Yep. Some things are better left unmade, man. I agree. I agree. Though, I just saw the other day... This is such a weird tangent. Uh, I just saw the other day that Miles Morales is launching on Steam. And you know what I started using is, like, CD keys... Like oh, yeah. that, that website. The website? Yeah, yeah, it's a good website. Dude, like, you get all of this stuff for like a fraction of the cost. Uh-huh. Which, ugh, 
So great. Anyways, I saw that that's releasing. And you know what? So we're saying, you know, some things you don't have to release. I want more games like that to be coming out. Those games were great. And I can't wait for the Wolverine one or whatever. Man, speaking of Wolverine, did you see the news today? I saw the news and I haven't gotten to watch the trailer yet, but but I know. So drop it. What's that knowledge? How how huge is it that uh, Hugh Jackman is coming out of Wolverine retirement? He's going to play him one more time for Deadpool fucking three. So awesome, dude! This it, this smile on my face is absolutely genuine. It's it's so huge. It's so hilarious. Awesome. Like, and that's I don't know. There's something about Ryan Reynolds, man. Because Rob McElhenney, fuck, I can't say that name. Yeah, uh, they're like super good buddies. And, you know, him and Hugh Jackman have had this crazy friendship forever. And uh, he, you know he, he came out of retirement because Ryan asked him to, and it's so hilarious. Yeah. He's Wait, why'd you bring up dead. Rob McElhiney? Because <laughs> uh, he and... Uh, the Welcome to Wrexham fu- show? Well, that they also own like a football club together. Yeah. Yeah. That's Welcome to Wrexham, Wrexham mm-hmm. Football Club. And then. Did you know they hadn't even met prior yeah. to buying that club? It's fucking crazy. Well, Are you watching that show? No, I'm not watching that show. Oh, um, it's so good. But I saw him do a commercial because they had a bet that Rob couldn't learn Welsh in a year, and then he did. So uh, Ryan Reynolds got like a prostate exam live. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was like the best. Well, it was also to like promote, of course, men's health, but it was well, it was kind of funny. But no, I've not watched Welcome to Rexham. But again, I don't know. That just uh, Ryan Reynolds seems like one of the coolest guys ever. Dude, their their dynamic between each other is just so absolutely so hilarious. For two funny dudes, like okay, not every funny dude's the same right obviously mm-hmm. but it's so weird seeing two people that are just so bright and fast and how completely different they are but how well they work together as friends it's just such a cool dynamic and seriously dude check out that show it's so good okay one of my and favorite i don't even give a fuck about football soccer ever is uh Hugh Jackman played a prank on Ryan Reynolds once where like he invited him to his house for a Christmas party and he told him it was an ugly Christmas sweater, but Ryan was the only one he told that to. So he wore up wearing this super ugly Christmas sweater and everybody else is dressed super fancy. That's too funny. And there's this great pic of him standing there looking sad with everybody else in their fancy dress. Which, you know, having seen all of the things that Ryan Reynolds does to, like, uh-huh. Blake and everybody else, you know what? I feel like he probably was a good sport about that. Oh, of course he was. Like, like he had to have been. Man, speaking about soccer, and I called it football, yo, you're cults, man. Right? How dude, about, you, fuck them. How about your goddamn dolphins, dude? We don't have to talk about the best team in the league right now. We're talking about the Colts, <laughs> yeah. who somehow miraculously fucked my pickums for the week. That's what <laughs> actually they do, so many man. teams fucked my pickums this week. The Colts do that every year. We we lose to the garbage, god awful teams because we play down to their level, and then we crush like the good teams every time. Doesn't make sense. Don't know how we consist. I think 
I saw the stat that like since '95 we've lost to the Chiefs like three times. That's just one of those teams. We have their number for whatever yeah. reason. That's how I felt for like the last ten years of being a Dolphins fan. Is that we beat good teams like Patriots? You guys always beat the England. Patriots. Yeah, yep. always Every beat year. the Patriots. And I look forward to those games so much. And like even this year, the the game opener was against them, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna beat them, Mac Jones, Mac Jones." And I'm like, "I don't no. know, man." Like, if there's one team I know the Dolphins can beat, it's the Patriots. But then they'll go play like the Browns or something, right? And have like a thirty point lead and just blow it in the last quarter. Uh-huh. But dude, these games have been fucking nail biters. My heart's yeah. beating out my chest. They're gonna give me a heart attack, bro. Three and zero so far, baby. Let it ride. Three and zero, three and zero. I um, think they're playing the Jaguars on Thursday. They're gonna lose. <laughs> you hope not. Um, <laughs> no, I fucking hope not. <laughs> Shawnee, there's kind of a big day coming up for us on Tuesday. More so you, but yeah, buddy. There, is, I mean, okay. So I'm I'm conflicted on how I feel, and I I've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. but I am conflicted. Oh, it's Dolphins Bengals. <laughs> Fuck. I think we're gonna win. Um, yeah, Overwatch 2 comes out next Tuesday, the 4th of October. Shouldn't have said next Tuesday. See I don't know how I Tuesday. feel about it, dude. Yeah. I read of- something the other day. I read an article that was titled Uh I'm worried it was from pc gamer and it was like i'm worried about what overwatch 2 is becoming or i read the same article you read that same article yep yep okay uh and i agree with it as a guy that you know i play destiny pretty much full time i hate the idea of grinding another fucking battle pass and i'm like you i'm not gonna probably do it i'll play casually i'll have fun but and it's like it it wouldn't be a big deal. So like that's part of what keeps me from playing Smite or playing Fortnite. It's like this hyper focus on I guess it's all in how they handle it, but there's a hyper focus on you following along on this track. Now, yeah. what Overwatch did re- what Rocket League did really well when they went free to play is like the battle pass shit like I haven't even looked at the battle pass shit in like 3 years. Like mm-hmm. half the time, I don't even remember that it's there. I just hop yeah. into whatever queue I want to be in and I play like I'm not working towards something. But the problem with Overwatch 2's battle pass and it, there's a pro and there's a con to this. Like the pro is or the con is that there's characters hidden behind the battle pass. Like yeah. you don't have everybody right off the rip. And that's bullshit. Yeah. That is fucking bullshit. Like. Let me pay $50 for this game. I'll pay right. $50 for this game. Like, there should be both options. Like, let me do it free to play if I want. But if I want to just, like, buy in, have everything, let me pay a base price and get it over with. Yep. The con to... Okay, that was the con. The pro is you don't have to be in the Battle Pass track that you pay for. You can unlock these characters in the free track. But... They're at the ends of the tracks. Of course. So, like, 
my question is, so what happens when they come out with, do they come out with a new character every season? So it's forcing you to play this battle, this track every season to get the new characters. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to play to grind a battle pass to keep up with everybody else. Like, I will passively grind a battle pass because I'm having fun, Mm -hmm. which is what I do with other games. Like, Overwatch, dude, they just made it so when you logged into your account, it opened up all your loot boxes. I know. You told me that, like, it auto-opened 250? At least. Dude, I may have had over 300. Like, it opened all of those because I wasn't going to open them because I don't care. I don't care. Like, every character I have... I have a skin that I think's pretty decent, and I had enough coins to buy the ones that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't care about loot boxes. Oh, this is such a rant. Man, I don't know. I see. I get it on one end, but on the other, I, I kind of like the the way that, like, if there's a character that I like and that's what I want to play, like, I don't need every other character. So, like, League of Legends plays it this way, too, where, like, and Smite, you know, you don't own every character. Like, there's free ones in rotation every week, but you can get one that, like, you like and unlock that, and then you can just kind of focus on that gameplay style. And I, that's what I like, because I like to just learn one thing and do that really well. Like, I'm probably going to get Junkrat and only play Junkrat, so I, I'm not that worried about it. I'll just do all of that and maybe buy a Zenyatta if he's there at some point. I really wish that I had your mentality because that seems so much more healthy than what I am, what I'm uh-huh. doing. Cause I, I'm sitting here being like, what the fuck? Like I, this is a game that I've played all this time. Just give me all the characters, but, it's, <laughs> but yeah. like, it's not hiding behind the paywall characters that I already have. It's just like the new ones. Sure. Like you're going to get I, mercy and man get and you're going to, you're going to run mercy. You're going to fucking heal. Everybody's going to uh, love you. Man, I don't even know what I'm going to do. The game just plays so much differently now. <laughs> really, I'm excited to play it Tuesday, man. We should all kind of maybe try to come together and have a... Yeah, that would be dope. That would be That'd really be dope. cool. Um, I would absolutely be down for that. I feel like it would be a lot of fun with a group of five. Because it's no will, longer sixes, it's fives. Yeah, I'll also be like, I work that day, which means that I'll be off the next day, so I could totally play it that night. Sick. So we should, uh, we should plan that. We'll do it. Hell yeah. And we can touch base on this again on another time and see, you know, the state of the game. Because as listeners yeah. know, I didn't leave the beta feeling too great about the game. Um, I am, I, I do feel really torn about the fact that Overwatch 1 is coming off. Because I did play that beta and then it got to the point where I didn't want to play the beta. So I played You Overwatch wanted to go back 1. to Overwatch 1, yeah. Yeah. So not having the option to play that is a really tough pill to swallow, but who knows? It may be a great game. Well, I think we're going to find out in just under a week, pal. So, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Don't you love the optimism there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hmm. I do. Uh, you know what I had a optimism. What? You know what? I had a crazy urge to play today for some crazy reason. I need to re-download Mario Golf. And oh, I'm looking yeah. for and I'm looking forward to Switch Sports getting the golf mode. I, I don't know too. why I thought about golf, but now I felt the the want and the need to play golf. I know why you thought about golf. Why is that, Kyle? 
because uh, we watched this movie show. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We're not the only ones that watched this movie. I want to give a special shout out mm-hmm. to Phil. Mr. Phil, our good buddy, Phil Hawkins. What a champ, man. Just out of his own accord was like, hey, guys, I'm going to suffer through Who's Your Caddy with you guys. That's what also... I just want to say that kind of forced our hand on this movie because behind the scenes, you and I were kind of like, hey, man, fuck this movie. Let's maybe not watch it. And then Phil was like, I'm going to watch this movie. And I was like, "Ah, well, we kind of have to watch this now, too. Oh, I was I was personally pretty committed. I felt kind of bad because I I did watch the trailer and uh, I was like, wow, this trailer makes me feel super uncomfortable. And I texted that to you, and you're like, buddy, we don't have to do this movie. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I still want to watch this dog this, this dog shit movie. But uh, so I wasn't backing out of it. But I am so glad. I think Phil even watched it before both of us. Like, yeah, excluding so. you had seen that in the past. Uh, he definitely watched it before both of we did. And honestly... I just want like a live tweeting of Phil watching any movie. Like <laughs> the updates he was posting made me smile so much. It's such a ridiculous movie. It's so cheap you know and what? generic. I'm bringing him onto this show right now. He goes, "You ready for this?" Yeah. Uh, message number one from Phil. Twenty-four minutes into the film, and they've already answered the titular question of. Who's your caddy? Yeah, that was a great spot. Like when the one guy asked it, I was like, oh, he said the thing. He said the thing. thing. 56 minutes into the film and we get our first official weed reference. Stoner movie confirmed. Yep. Yep. Next up. I wonder, was that the brownie scene you think? It may have been. I think so. It may have been. I okay, so I'm not entirely sure. Also, I know yeah. at about the hour mark is when they started playing horse polo and they fed the horse a shitload of weed. They did do that too. And then they also say like something about being on the green and they're like, Yeah, we smoke green. And I was like, Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure he also rips a pipe filled with weed. He like does at, at the, party. the very beginning yeah. of the movie. When they get their membership and the lawyer shows up and he he like mic drops and walks away and he lights up the pipe. I the think one guy weird. is the guy with the dreads. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he definitely does. Uncle Phil is in this. He is in this. Yes. Also, yeah, this is I'm just going to run through Phil's rundown of this movie real quick because this is great. And honestly, he needs a shout out for taking this. Well, uh, it had like we us. had like a little more planning we should have had him on but we're also going to have him on very soon well in yeah. a couple months but yeah there, there's never enough phil though there's not if anybody says there is you're full of shit uh i could have said a lot more but didn't oh wait also we get a bit back a bit more backstory perhaps the answer to the titular question isn't as cut and dry as it seems <laughs> like folks tell me that if you're going to be watching a movie that you wouldn't want a play-by-play, like a vague play-by-play narrated to you in the tone of Phil Hawkins. It would. It is pretty serene. I enjoyed the the trip through that. It was, 
I don't know. <laughs> this movie's so dumb, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. The first, ugh, I'm not going to lie. Man, you know what I wish this movie was? Besides good? Yeah, what? More in line with like Caddyshack or, right, for, yeah. or Forrest Gump. Not Forrest Gump. I'm stupid. Happy Gilmore. Where there's just like more of a focus on golf. Like golf has like, like, yes, it takes place at a, a golf resort, uh, an exclusive resort. Um, yes, the whole thing is about golf technically, but the amount of golfing actually happening in the movie or that you see is very low. Yeah. And it focuses a lot more about slap sh- slapsticky and just nonsense behavior that is dumbed down due to the fact that it's a PG-13 movie. Which Crazy, if, right? This was, if this was a rated R movie, I feel like it would have just been, okay, there's two sides to this coin. Either it would have been a better movie or it would have been even more wildly inappropriate. And just raunchier and worse. Like, did I need to have um, fucking, what's his name? Andy Milonakis Milonakis. drop an an N-bomb? Or Jeffrey Jones drop an N-bomb? Like, no, I didn't. Noted child molester Jeffrey Jones, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, It's just so weird seeing him in movies. And especially now, I think think this movie, I don't know if that was after that shit had come out. Maybe not. Yeah, because that was 2001. Oh, was it? Yeah, then that was two thousand one when guy. he was trying to get like pictures from some like what fourteen, and it came out when they were seventeen. I don't know. I it made me uncomfortable to even read. <laughs> it is so, dude, and it's just so blat like, oh hey, stuffy white people don't like urban black people. Oh, yeah. let's make All another movie those- about it. The racism tone, like, it's just guess who's I, coming to dinner again. <laughs> like, I also realize I am not the audience for this movie. <laughs> like, there, there's probably definitely an audience for this movie that would well, find this way funnier than I would. But I so, realize that I am not it. Mandy was, and nor should I be. <laughs> Mandy was enjoying it quite a bit because Mandy loves garbage movies and garbage TVs. Like, <laughs> she loves White Chicks, the awful, awful Wayans Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. She, Everybody she, I know likes that fucking movie for some. Reason. I know. I don't. I don't like it at all. But she'll watch it all the time, and it's just eh, whatever. Uh, the Hot Chick too. That's another garbage one. That's a Rob Schneider flick. God. The hot chick, there's a sequel, or are you talking about the hot chick just in general? The hot chick, like, no, I I wasn't saying the hot chick, too. I was saying, like, the hot chick also is another movie. Oh, okay. That, that was, like, even when I saw that, when it had first come out, and I'm a little bit younger than you, like, I saw that, I'm like, mm, come on. It is, uh, got Rachel McAdams acting all slutty though and that's pretty okay yo so i'm trying to find this what was am i wrong in saying that uh what's what's that fucking richard cummings are you is she not in eastbound and down who richard cummings um so that's the jeffrey jones character 
Uh, I thought that his girlfriend slash wife or whatever. Oh, no, was... you're thinking of uh, the chick from. Um, her name's I April on Eastbound and Down. No, yeah. that's not April. She looks a lot like her. I'll give you that. I thought it was April with like. Mm-hmm. But you can't. Okay, so this is going to sound super awkward. I thought it was April. And then I'm like, no, April's got larger breasts. And then there's that awkward scene of super side boob, which are like the Uh most gigantic boobs that I've ever like not seen. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. In like just a stupid ass scene. And (laughs) that, yeah, because he's like, doesn't even look at her. He's just worried about getting. It's just so stupid. And then she's all about phase on love, even though like. He rips like a minute and a half long fart. And then she's all like, yeah, I still want to bone you. It's like, what? And then they cut to him like taking a weird piss into a lake. And she's like getting more turned on by that. (laughs) It's so dumb, dude. I can't imagine like actually shooting this movie. And then like the whole thing is his father was a caddy there and his father shot the real best record. And... Why is he so bad at golf if his super great dad taught him to play golf as a kid? None of this movie makes sense. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. And it's like, I'm kind of bummed that how good uh, uh, Mick, who's the like the caddy in the movie, like he is such a, a fun and good trick shooter that I anticipated him being so much better at the end of the movie. Yeah. But instead, it's Big Bull, it's C-Note hitting that game-winning shot. Of course. And, like, I get it. It's the whole point of the fucking movie. But, like, Mick is, like, there's so much behind Mick, and he just turns out to be a goddamn schlub. And talk about <laughs> this, continuing a trend of movies where we're like, that dude looks like a fucking star. I don't know if you're on IMDb, but the dude who plays Mick, Cam Gigantet, Gigadet or whatever, looks like a fucking stud. Yeah. He looked and like he's gotten like no work. Yeah. No it's, worthy work since then. It's because it's a it's cutthroat businessman. One of my it's favorite. Because he was in this dog shit movie. Well, uh, you, you talk about what was funny is C-Note has to hit the, the game winning shot. What I love, though, is that. Mick shot it still made it across it like shows it hitting the water but if you're watching the shot it hits the water and skips and still lands on the ground next to it and I thought they were going to be like oh it's still in play and I, they're just trying to play it off like it sank and I'm like it's right there that's the same thing that I thought too because it like it hops onto the uh-huh, onto uh-huh. the green and then I was like did it roll back and into no. the water and I just didn't notice because was so that was stupid. a dope ass shot. I was like yeah. yeah. They're like exactly. it's in the water. I'm like wait, what? That I just did the it hit the water and they saw the bloop and they just went with like that shot. It's so this movie's so poorly made. I loved it. Okay, so I I'm so glad that you just said that. As much as I'm talking shit about this movie, yeah. I won't lie. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I'm going to watch enjoy- it again. It's so, it's like, one I of those, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's so terrible that, like, it's just so generic, so dumb, so predictable. Like, nothing is shocking. Nobody has any real character growth. It's Dude, by... 
There was a fucking a murder plot in this movie. There is a murder plot, and there was a bomb at a child's birthday party. Like this is something that happens in the fucking movie. It's a C four bomb, and then everybody just goes on like everything's cool, and it blows up a car, and nobody is worried until the end when like the cops are like, "Hey, you're under arrest, guy." <laughs> yeah, and it turned out like one of the little people fucking told on him. Like, yeah. what the hell? And then she got with the with the one girl, the boss bitch. Wait, is Oh, holy shit. So Chase Tatum, the dude oh wow, he's dead. That's crazy. Um, the dude that played the the guy that had the gun, which he conveniently I got this letter signed by the mayor says oh, I yeah. can carry this gun anywhere. Like Mr. Mayor? Stupid as shit. Stupid as yeah. shit. Dude, he died like a year after this movie came out. That's crazy. But he was he was on uh he was a wrestler for a hot second. That's wild. I, I can believe that. He looks like the type. Yeah. He that's looks wild. And he's acts dead, though. like he was the type. He died at 34. Yeah. God damn, that sucks. I wonder that's what the crazy. fuck happened. Um, I mean, I'll find out if you want to keep talking. Yeah. Uh, he was a former manager for Outcast. That's crazy. That's why he's in the movie. Also. God damn, it's just, I can't believe this movie is PG-13. It's so stupid that it is. I get why they do that shit, but you gotta go hard R. This had to be hard R. Like, it felt like it was, you know what this movie felt like? That they were going for an R, but somehow, Mm -hmm. like, they all were shocked that they didn't get the R. Or they were going for an R and they were like, listen, if you don't cut some of this stuff out, like you're going to get an NC-17. And they went too far. No, I'd say it was they were probably making an R and then in the editing, they cut it down to the PG-13 to try to reach the broader teenage audience to try to recoup some more money because they realized they had a dog turd. Yeah. I'd like put, you. You yeah. had to have been trying to trick like kids into this. Could you imagine... Could you imagine being a parent bringing your kid to this movie? <laughs> like, dude, my dad would have fucking lost his shit. Like, and my dad loves Caddyshack, and I love Caddyshack. Like, yeah. and this movie made me remember that I love golf movies. I love those two movies. They're great so. movies. And I, and I want to find more golf-related movies to watch. Uh, he would have lost watch... his fucking shit. I would love to watch the movie Tin Cup. I've never seen it, and I will watch the shit out of that. I never have either. You know, we've also there's a Will Smith golf movie we can watch too, The Legend of Bagger Vance. I will watch that as well. Let's Dude, go, we boys. can. We got four movies we can just do for an entire month. <laughs> right, Happy Gilmore, got... Tin Cup, Bagger Caddyshack. Vance, Caddyshack. I love it. All right, that's what we're gonna do. We got a golf month coming up, y'all. Soon, bro. bro. <laughs> Let's I'm do so it. hyped for this. Yeah. I am so excited to watch these movies. We could probably do it in November, actually. We've got the time. We'll see. Yeah! We'll see. This is going to be huge. I love it. Oh. Uh, other than that, Sean, I don't know, man. I got. I don't have much else to say about this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> dude. Okay, so would you recommend somebody watch this? I mean... What's the type of person yeah. that you would recommend to watch this? What What are they looking for? For you to be like, check this movie out. So I do know, like, as we both said, we shit on it. I don't have much to say, but that said, I had a lot of fun kind of watching it because it is so bad. There are 
people that I would not recommend this to, like our good buddy and previous co-host on the show, Ryan. Ryan would fucking hate this movie. He would absolutely <laughs> despise it. He would be miserable watching it. But I think from the very dude, this movie has such a cold open. Like it literally <laughs> just opens to them, them showing up, up yeah, to the country at, club. It's so dumb, dude. It was like, like that jarred me. It's just and then so... within four minutes, they're buying a house that shares property with it. <laughs> and then it's that like, never comes up again. Nope, never comes up again. And then they're flying. Then they're shooting. Next thing you know, a little Wayne video on the on the course because an acre of that somehow fell onto his property. Now let me be a part of this club. To, somehow that escalates to to what's his face Cummings hiring two little people to murder him. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's a ridiculous movie. Uh, it's Did really we mention stupid. horse polo? <laughs> yeah, for no reason, again, just to get more of like uh, the... Us versus them. Exactly, yeah. That's essentially what it is. And uh, Yeah. It yeah works, don't though. get it's me wrong. Work. I like that scene. It was funny as fuck. And it's it just goes to show that like that scene was so good until you got big boy running across or whatever his name is running across oh, um phase on love yeah yeah with his ass hanging out yeah what it's I like loved wow, about this is a great scene so they they made point to establish that it's sudden death we've entered sudden death next score wins and then we also have a countdown timer for reasons that i don't get because it's gonna tie and like somebody has to score right that's the whole point of sudden death that's the whole point you don't have a timer. It's so I didn't. Uh. But and then, then somehow, so this is this is a tournament that's going on for that has been going on for seventy five years, right? And somehow, somehow, I, I I I don't know the fucking rules of of polo, but I imagine it's not full contact. Motherfucker tackles him straight off a horse into a pile <laughs> of horse shit. That's true. Also. <laughs> I imagine you have to be on a horse to play, and he runs up and just hits it on the ground. And also that pole, like, they're super long because you're playing from the back of a horse. Like, how did he? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they aren't that long because you always do see them, like, leaning over and hitting it. So maybe they're not as long as we're thinking. Maybe. I don't we know. We ju did just watch this movie. And I'm, uh... Man, I, I would... Almost, dude, I would pay money. I would pay money to watch Ryan watch this movie. I wouldn't, I know, man. I would too. Like, I mean, I would never want him to watch this movie, like, realistically. But if he took, like, his version of commissions, which is like, you pay me to watch a stupid movie, I would pay him to watch a stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's free. I, I want to. I want yeah. to riff tracks of Ryan watching movies. It would just and the riff would, tracks is him just tearing movies apart. But it wouldn't even be that. Like when you he you just it'd just be <sighs> just these exasperated, somewhat angry sighs throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> oh shit! I would like to see him watch this too, though, just because he'd be miserable. It'd be funny, but. Uh, other than that, I got, I, I, I got nothing else to say, buddy. 
Have you started thinking about... Uh, actually, you know what? Before I, I ask my next question, Kyle, on a scale... Fuck. What am I going to do here? Right. Oh, man. There's so much... There is, there is too much going on in this movie. It's nothing but noise. That's um, a very good description of this film, Shawnee. Okay. Let's imagine that a golf club's like you, you've got a you got a, a golf bag full of irons, right? And mm-hmm. the irons actually go from one one to ten. How many irons are there? Are there actually only nine? Generally, yeah, but generally you don't have a one, a two, or a three. They usually start from four to nine. Huh. Okay, Kyle. But here, here's the thing. Left- I will tell you, the PGA regulation is you can have a maximum of 14 clubs in any golf bag. Okay. How about so, that? anyways, we're 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 poor. We're not going there with a full bag. But <laughs> you you did bring your irons, and you brought a a putter, a driver, and uh, a pitching wedge, okay. and then you've got your four through nine iron. Okay. Uh-huh. You've got this shot lined up in front of you, and this shot represents this movie that you just watched. Which of those clubs are you pulling out <laughs> to rate this movie? Uh, <laughs> that I'm jumble gonna... of me figuring this out is about how it felt watching this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to say the the four iron because it's a terrible shot in a terrible position, but you might be able to save it and have some enjoyment out of it. But overall, it's probably a pretty bad time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What about you, buddy? Am I going off the same? Uh, no, uh, let me tell I'll... you this. All right. So say you're at a golf tournament and you're spectating and to your left is a very, very, very large African-American man in a kilt, and he farts for up to a minute in length. Sean, how long of a fart is this movie? In seconds? Yeah, like uh, a full minute, 60 seconds being the worst, because it's a full 60-second fart. Oh, that's the worst. So rating this high is bad. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to say that, oh, man, that is a really good twist on this <laughs> dude. I would say it was probably like a 45-second long fart. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, like the still- movie's really not good. But like you said, like it's still golf and it's fun. So it's like it's fun, but it's not good. Yeah, like exactly. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's like a fifty-two second fart. Like, okay, that's it's, ba- that's it's that's a lot it's better. Really bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with it being a fifty-two second fart. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's real bad. Like, and I feel like I'm being generous because I feel like I could give it a full minute, but I feel like that's a cop out. Yeah. But it it's fun. It's dog shit. Watch it or don't. It doesn't matter. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube without ads. If you like really terrible movies, you'll have a good time with it. So if that's your thing, if you like things like The Room, things of that nature, you'll probably have a good time with Who's Your Caddy. 
Yeah, and it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, tops. It, it's it's smooth. It's quick. Um, speaking of bad movies, I already know. So I've already figured out what my pick is for next month for the movie. Have for you put your any October? I've had. Yeah. I've been thinking. I usually go weirdly artsy and foreign. Uh, I've got a couple of ideas, maybe, but I also might just go some completely opposite way. I haven't fully decided yet, though. Interesting. Okay. But uh, I've got a I, couple. I'm having a hard time thinking of a game. Yeah, well, you've got I don't time. play a lot of horror games, so. I know. Don't feel, uh, there's, there's Fuck it, I'm enough. making Brooks get Vampire Survivors. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's got, it's got horror themes. It would count, so. Yeah, it would count, but that is such a cop-out, and everybody's heard me talk about it for Ever? An entire episode's worth of time. Yeah. Um, I'll figure out the game, but I've got. Do you my have movies, your movie so yet? Excited. Do you want to? Do you want to drop that? Yeah, it's UB Halloween. We talked about it two episodes oh, yeah. ago, and then yeah. I couldn't. Then I couldn't remember it last episode. Who because Halloween. we got ex- we're like, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do Adam Sandler movies with Ryan on board. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what made me think of it. Okay, Who um, be Halloween. Yeah. All right, well, tight. I still don't have mine. I don't know where I'm gonna cool. go. Maybe I'll go. What if I do Halloween Town? Okay. You ever seen that? I I've seen it. This is gonna blow some minds, maybe, given the age of folks that might listen to this. But I that was always on Disney Channel mm-hmm. when I sure was a was. kid. Always. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I watched it until Mitch and I talked about it. Oh. Okay. A couple of years ago. So it was always on, but I had never watched the whole thing. I remember being a younger boy because I went through the same thing. Uh, but I had a crush on the girl in the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So you watched it? Oh, yeah. A lot as a little kid, too. Same as you. Like, okay. it was on Disney Channel, like, every Halloween. And also, yeah. uh, ABC Family would do this thing, like, the 13 Days of Halloween or some shit. Oh, yeah. Where, dude. like, they'd just play, like, all these crazy Halloween movies all throughout. And that was always on there during the day. That, Hocus Pocus... All that good shit. Right on. You know. You know, right bro. On. So, yeah, we got Brooks right, Tober man. coming up, buddy. Right on. I'm here for that, dude. All right, man. Well, that was, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, Shani, why don't you tell the people what they can go do to themselves on the golf course? Mm, you can go get one in your hole. No, that's a bad hole in one. <laughs> Uh, go whole in one yourself. There we go. Yeah.